everyone. Welcome to episode 68 of In The Between. My name is Nadia. And this is Danny. And today we're going to talk about a few things. Um, although we are doing it self-consciously, because we were just discussing how we think we've kind of been meandering a lot. So we are going to be more disciplined in the next few episodes and try to be more topical. Okay, just putting it out there first because it's bugging us a bit. <laughs> but um, just uh, since we're still on this meandering track, um, we will start by talking about Danny's recent projects. Danny? Yes, so um, I've, I've been uh, not launching, but a, a couple of things have opened up um, in the past week for me. The first one was a show um, at the Objectives for the Women in Photography and Film um, at Objectives Gallery in Singapore. And this is the sixth um, kind of series of this um, show that they, they carry. And it was really, it's really cool because they feature uh, filmmakers and female filmmakers and photographers from around Asia. So we have um, 11 people in the, in the show and A Stubborn Bloom uh, presents, presented their, our film Home Economics with A Stubborn Bloom uh, in a physical format this time. And I know that I think I've mentioned this Home Economics with a Stubborn Bloom a couple of times. So I really tried even for the, we did an artist talk last Tuesday and we really tried to, to talk more about the process and like the takeaways that we had from, from doing this project. And um, the show is, uh, our film is being shown in an installation format with the, the curators uh, Puyi and Emily were really kind and gave up and like painted it in pink and like really took a lot of care to think about how to present the project and on the walls you can see some of the scanned objects from our research and the zine that we created earlier this year for the Singapore Art Book Fair. So the home economics project was looking at uh, Singapore textbooks and how home economics um, intertwined with like public policy and like uh, formal education, as well as how it was the roots of fashion studies. But one of the things that um, really, I think related to, made me realize how it related to a lot of the um, projects that I've been doing recently is also this idea of how in home economics, there was this idea of care and that every every young girl would be taught about garments, about textile care. And so um, segueing into another project that just launched, which is the episode with um, the fashion pulpit where they recorded a series under um, this theme of rewear um, that is hosted by Sing Yun from the fashion pulpit. So that launched it. It's, um, it's about 50 to 60 minutes long. And I had a lot of fun talking to Sing Yoon and um, talking about the topic of mending. So yeah, that kind of really nicely matched together. Um, even though I recorded that episode a, a while ago, the I guess the theme this year seems to be bringing me back to this idea of like care, garment care and um, things that we can do ourselves and not just like, in the policy level right for yeah yeah i think that's interesting i want to ask a couple of questions about like the process of these two projects um but on the topic of care uh we were trying to think of how i would then you know talk about 
my own government care. So I think, you know, recently uh, I've moved homes um, so that my oldest son can go to a primary school near us. Um, but anyway, I had to find like a new mender near my home, you know, because usually, you know, if you have like a button missing or like you have a little hole in a shirt, it's something that you know, I don't want to just throw away or recycle, um, but I would try to get it mended, especially if it's something that I really love. And chances are, if it's a button missing or a hole in a, a garment, it means that I've worn it quite a lot. So um, I was really pleased to find this lady at a nearby market um, who does really careful work. Um, so once, you know, you kind of have to test it out as well, right? right? You need to be able to trust <laughs> So I brought like one thing to her and then it was, I thought it was really well done. And then I just like launched, I mean, I just dumped a lot of like clothes that I had been wanting to mend. Um, wow. And it's so nice to then receive them back because, you know, it's really a new lease on life, right? Things that have been bothering you, things that, you know, if I had worn these overalls and there was a button missing, I was like self-conscious about it. But then after it was mended, you know, I could wear it and it felt really good, um, but I didn't have to spend a lot to get that done. So, you know, that's one form of garment care. Mm. And another is... I think this conscious decision to not really dry clean my clothes anymore. Um, I used to do it quite a lot when uh, Tsuna, my husband, had to wear suits to work quite a bit. So then, you know, I would think, oh, you know, since he's doing his dry cleaning for his suits, I'll just, you know, put some of the more delicate items in together with that and just bring it to the, to the laundromat uh, yeah. or to the dry cleaner, sorry. And... Yeah, but like as he stopped doing that, and I think many people have stopped doing that during the pandemic, right? Then you kind of start thinking like, oh, do I really need to bring just one item? And it takes so long to get it back. Um, and I recently, I think, you know, I bought this really lovely, oh, I'm wearing it today, the pink uh, Jacquemus skirt yes. that you pulled before, right? Yeah, I was really upset because I got it dry clean, but then the leather tag behind, it kind of bled, the color of it bled into the pink of the skirt. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I tried to wash it myself first because it actually said hand wash. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll hand wash it. But then that happened. So then I brought it to the dry cleaners thinking like they could fix it, but they really couldn't. So I don't know whether dry cleaning is really the best, but of course we know that it is also not very sustainable. Um, it's something that wastes a lot of, um, resources, like, um, and it's also not very good for the garments. So yeah, something I've been thinking about in terms of garment yeah. care. That's you packing your clothes? Um, well, I I I do them very seldomly, and it's mostly because I'm I'm lazy, and and mm. sometimes I do things like um like I cheat, like I have some like really nice things that say dry clean only, but I will do like a hand wash, or sometimes if it says hand wash. I put it in a garment bag with a lot of clothes. Like I stuff oh, and then yeah. I put it like on a gentle cycle in the washing yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like those structured garment like laundry bags, right? Okay, so yeah. just now I was like, it was not sustainable, but I didn't exactly know why. Shame on me. But I'm um, just Googling it now. It's apparently because the solvents used in regular dry cleaning can contaminate water supplies and soils. Um and that's why it's not sustainable. Although, of course, now there are like um, eco-friendly options that some dry cleaners offer. Um, but also I find that the price is quite forbidding to dry clean a lot because like dry cleaning one skirt is like, I don't know, $14. Um, and then I'm just like, well, I bought it on, on sale and I, I was happy to buy it on sale. But if I keep dry cleaning, it's not going to like, you know, be sustainable for my wallet. So <laughs> that, 
yeah. something else it, as well. Um, how you said that when you received your mended clothes, like how it was like having a new lease on life. Because I was yeah. working on this project uh, where I collected uh, garments to be mended from people around me for a project I'm doing with magazine for young girls. And um, I just sent back two of the garments that I mended. One of them was a pair of jeans and um, a, sh- a top that had PVC sleeves. So I completely like, like did a surgery and like changed the PVC sleeves, which were flaking like terribly um, to uh, this like uh, upcycled denim. And when the person received them, she said that she was like so happy and she loved them. And uh, hopefully those garments will see uh, a second lease of life <laughs> and they have a story uh, now right they have a story of like oh yeah I got this mended by my secondary school friend and yes <laughs> yeah and that makes it so much more special it's just like how like an artwork has a provenance right clothes can also have a provenance or a, a background and I feel like the fact that someone actually then touched it and made changes to it really makes it feel more special when you put it on rather than just buying off the rack right it just feels like there's human connection um that you are then putting on your body yeah yeah, yeah and oh then it just turned out better than we thought <laughs> because we were like how do we talk about government care <laughs> yeah title. i i've been i've been thinking about it a lot also because i'm putting together a talk for like a talk on garment care and also like mending and there's actually so many resources online and you know fashion revolution does all these cool zines and you can really find all this information so easily but it's just about I guess people will only do it if they if they think that they can do it or if they think it's fun or if it connects them to something and um, if it's gonna cost you more if it's gonna like be like really like tiring or like it, it really like uh, a change that you really cannot do it, it's very forbidding but if it seems something simple that you can just you know implement straight away then I think it helps a lot yeah I think so um you know I was just reading recently uh that in Chile there's like this mountain of fast fashion clothes that have been dumped right in the uh, Atacama desert I hope I'm not watching the name up but I think it's quite shocking to see um, that image, you know, and even though I've definitely um, recycled clothes at like fast fashion labels like H&M before, then now I'm just wondering like, oh, maybe I should just not consume so much. Um, So it's always this push and pull, right? I think it's like, you know, I I get my clothes mended. um, I try to do hand-me-downs. Like my kids wore hand-me-downs. I hand them down to other moms. Um, and then I try not to buy so much. I try to just have like some beloved pieces I wear over and over again. Um, you do that much better than I do. But then there's also this like, oh gosh, I want the next new thing. And like, how do I, you know, reconcile the two? Mm-hmm. But I think if we are more conscious of it and we just try our best to do that, you know, it's better than not doing anything at all. Yeah, I think the yeah. consciousness and the care, as long as like the seat is in you, <laughs> it kind of like, Goals, like throughout the years and any little thing can have like big repercussions I think there's a, a lot of the messaging behind like fashion revolution as well because it is very difficult to go like completely militant with everything and and then it doesn't make it fun and we love fashion and we just want to be part of an industry or find ways that we can be within it in a way that feels um, like it's empathetic to everything else around us agree yeah 
Um, and I, I think on that note, I actually wanted to ask you about the process of like how you've been doing things because you know you're right that um, I think a stubborn bloom has had such great success with the home economics project, um, mm -hmm. but because then you have to represent it in different settings, and I know that you and Stephanie both want to make sure that it's fresh each time, um, so you're always consciously thinking about how to make it new and how to make it not repetitive, yeah. and I think that you know if I could draw like a tenuous parallel between like. Um, you know, thinking consciously, trying, going through the process with like ideas about garment care or being conscious about our fashion spending. I think that's as much as we can hope for, right? Because we're all just trying to do our best in yeah. each of the situations. Yeah. Exactly. We mm. are trying our best. <laughs> trying our best, yes. So I think on that note, um, that's what we have for this episode. And um, yes, look out for much more topical <laughs> episodes. Um, coming your way in the next weeks and for now take care and if you'd like uh, to please follow us at fashion and market on instagram thank you bye thank you bye bye